0: We're going to cure the world of bullshit tonight. Okay? okay? Yeah. We I'm are curing the fucking world. How to save the planet one podcast at a time. One
1: podcast at a time. Welcome back to the Alpha Project.
0: <laughs> I'm pumped up to be here today. Yeah, well, fuck we got Parnell. In, fuck everybody and everything right now, okay? Parnell it's Salty. All up, guys.
1: Carnell Salty, last week we um, went <laughs> through a cool cool story that was going on in my
0: life. I want to know what's happening in your life well, right now. Okay. Well, here's the thing um, I'm not talking about this on the podcast. We could definitely have this conversation off air. Um, too many things um, are too personal to get into. But let's get into the, un- the non personal things. All right. Number one, my vehicle fucked up the other day. It turns out the differential's gone. It's two grand. Don't have a car anymore. I don't have a vehicle anymore.
2: Fuck.
0: So that's gone. I just found that out today. That was number one. Last week, I went into a ditch. And that was last Monday.
2: So is the ditch related to the differential? No, it's not I- at all.
0: And then a whole bunch of shit with my ex and my son. And holy fuck, man. I'm just, I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. So Like, it's either burn the fucking world down or do what I should be doing. Which Two? is being here and talking it out before I burn the world down. <laughs> Which is
1: cool, and I'm actually really excited to see what happens as as we record this, because I bet by the end of it, you're gonna have a whole different tune on that.
0: I, I doubt it. Okay, I doubt it. We'll see. But, but challenge, um, challenge sounds of it too. Challenge accepted. Fight, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fire
2: seems to be a pretty uh, this week. Fitting, exactly this right. Week. Listen,
0: I'm I'm not the only one with fucking fires to put out this week. You guys have had some has some shit going on. Devin's had a great fucking week, from what I've heard. Are you fucking with me, bro? I haven't eaten for four days. What do you mean? That's not my fault, dude. <laughs> so basically, not nothing. fault. It's
2: yours. So nothing's
1: changed. Yeah, so yeah, nothing's, nothing's changed. Nothing. In That's definitely. how you keep that. It's, it's true though, and honestly, shit comes in figure. waves. And when when you it, shit attracts more shit. Yeah, and See, it's the
0: reality of the way things go. Yeah, you know, I thought bad things came in threes, right? So I was prepared. I was prepared for the cave. Okay, the breakup happened, and then the fucking vehicle, and then there's there's a couple other things that happened, and I'm like. A bad thing's coming through. This should be done now, right? Like it has to be done. No, nope, It just keeps coming and coming and coming, man. I don't fucking get it. It's like the fires that are being started are the fires that I have no control over, which means I can't do anything about it, which means I can't feel a way about it because I have no control. The problem is I like to be in control, especially if I'm put in situations where I like to control them. So how do we live in the fire? Um, first of all, recognizing re- recognizing what the issue is. Right. Number one. Um, not only with yourself, but also with the people, the other people involved in the situation, right? So for me, um, for me, for the one, it was literally crying for about an hour yesterday. That right. was that was how I handled first the, the, the emotions. So nothing's the changed from last no, week to No, this I, week. I cried last week in the corner over <laughs> some spilt milk too. But, you know, number one was realizing in myself that I had to feel the emotion, right? Yeah. You guys always know it takes, it takes me four days to get over <clears> anything, <throat> it, anything, right? I always say this. And the first thing is to be angry, but when I say be angry, it just means feel the emotion of the situation. Right, right. And then, you know, you have to. First of all, yeah, I, for me, this is how I work things out. I work I always, I always work things out in my head first before I try and approach or broach the topic with anybody else. I right. haven't done that yet. Mm. I don't think enough time. That's why you're, you're holding
2: me. it. You're playing so close to the chest. Right. Like.
0: I haven't figured it out myself yet, so I'm not. I can't. I can't. If I'm offering my my problems, I'm going to offer the solution I think is correct before I actually ask for advice from anybody else. Right? You can, I, problem can I in stop, stop thing you thing right rule? there? Yeah,
1: because yeah, I I think it's admirable. I think that's the you know,
2: way most dudes especially would would attack that. Mm. The manager idea of don't come to me with a problem, come to me with a solution. For sure, right. however,
1: you're going through shit. Like if you have a problem, the whole point of having you know a fucking mastermind, the whole point of having you know, people around in your life, stop checking out my socks, I know they're cool. Um, you had to to throw it in. Could be put it in before to... we started
0: recording? You had to put it in? You're staring <laughs> yeah. at them.
1: You're staring at me like, no, it's like I, it's like is, I got I titties on my sock. I shirt, man. That's nice. I like the shirt. That's nice. It's a good fit. And you gotta be able to just say, hey, here's the problem. Because honestly, in my opinion, everyone knows the answer already. The, the the hurdle is not being able to see the solution. As soon as you start talking about it and not you know thinking about it and going into chaos mode, as soon as you start voicing what's actually going on, how many times do you come in and you're like, oh, actually, fuck, I know what to do. Okay, so you guys want to solve this
0: for me then? No, I want you to solve no, it. No, we want you to solve it. No, but no, I mean, do you, want to hear, do you want to hear the issue and then hopefully we can come this to is, a solution. This Turn. is
2: where things live with you and this is your scope of knowledge, capability, wisdom, life experience, everything that is you. And then here's Steve's and the, and then here's mine and what ends up happening is, is this weird Venn diagram that ends up happening because we have some overlapping things and... Outside of what we all commonly know, you know by yourself, he knows by himself, I know by myself. And those things sometimes are the missing pieces to the puzzle Mm -hmm. that is the problem that you're you're sorting through. Right. And making that distinction that the problem isn't you. You are you. The problem is a situation. Mm -hmm. And the more people you have piling on top of sorting out that situation on your team, the better the outcome can be. Okay. It's, that's not necessarily always the case but um if you if it's outside of your scope of life experience knowledge <laughs> wisdom whatever else trying to figure it out in, right. your, in your head you're just going to drive yourself fucking crazy right right counter what you want in the end which is just at least peace right does that make sense
0: yeah 100 you guys want the timeline of events and maybe we can work through this you guys want to talk about something else
2: no, I I'm I'm, I'm going to say is last week our
1: whole episode started because I literally even just before we started recording I was like this is what's going on in my world and then we just it just kind of worked. Yeah. Update so okay. update real good. Okay. <laughs> update real good. Good. I like that. So, yeah, no, let's let's do your thing. Okay, so let's time
0: play with it. timeline of events. December 23rd, my fiance moves out of the house. We officially break up. She moves out. Um now because of that the custody with my son, we have him on nine to five schedule. I had him on a nine to five schedule, so my ex would have him for, or his mother would have him for nine days. I would have him for five, right? So because because of the breakup with my fiance, my son was feeling um, hurt. Um, obviously, he's going through a bunch of things. Um, he's probably confused because um, he has a
2: relationship with this other person. exactly
0: right. So and she's still in his life mm-hmm. now. I came to the conclusion with his mother that you know, instead of him coming to my place on the days he's supposed to, I'll just go visit him at her place until he's, you know, he's more mentally stable or, or, you know, doesn't hate me, quote unquote, hate me. Right. Um, cause he blames me for the breakup. He blames me for his bad decisions shit like that. Right. Now the issue I'm finding now is when I speak with my son, he seems happy, jovial to love you, dad, all this stuff. Right but what i'm getting from my ex and what i'm getting from his mother is that your son is scared of you your son doesn't like you your son doesn't want to go over to your house all right if you're a father and you hear somebody say that your son is saying these things about you mm. this affects you more than it for me personally affected me more than anything i have ever felt i was i was in a ball of tears on the bathroom floor yesterday it cuts deep Right. Mm -hmm. Like just now I'm choking up right now talking about it. Right. It hurts. Yeah. So, you know, I know I have to give my son space, but I also don't want to. I don't know if there's scheming behind the scenes. If my ex, his mother wants to take me to court to get full custody. Now, I don't know what's going on. And I think that's what scares me most. I know my son's going to come around eventually. That's not, I'm not worried about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, I'm worried about his well-being, but I'm worried about the situation moving forward.
1: That's uncertainty, bro. And first off, honestly, man, like that's, Mm. that's really tough to say. And this is on my opinion, why we're doing this show is because there's a bunch of people who are going through shit who are not brave enough to say that. So that's fucking very cool. Very fucking cool of you. Right. So don't, don't be choking up. Don't do anything. You're doing fucking awesome. When you're uncertain about anything, you just like, I know for me, if I don't know what's happening, or if I'm, you know, emotionally invested in something and I don't know what the result is, or if something's out of my control, it's so easy for my brain to just take over and say, we're going a million miles a minute. Here's the worst possible outcome. Here's how it's going to happen. Here's what people are saying. And then there's this huge web of believable, Conceivable shit that might plausible happen. Plausible
2: that that's going because on
1: because I've just said somewhere along the line this is a possibility. Do you know what else is a possibility? Literally anything but that. Yeah, that's one of a billion <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibilities. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one yeah. of a billion. They they could be okay. This, your son could just be. I don't know how to
0: handle this. There was mm-hmm. two people in my life on these days. Now there's just one. He just went through Sorry. a breakup. So my my the solution I offered not really a solution but kind of an interim is, you know, fine, I'll, I'll go visit him on the weekends at his mother's place. And I, I said, you know what, let's can we look into counseling for him, right? Um, for not only him, but myself as well. I've realized that, you know, through everything that's gone on over the last two years with myself, there's been so many big changes that I'm not sure I was mentally prepared to handle everything I took on. So I'm feeling... Are you ever, though? I don't think so. But, and here's the thing. This is why I say that. And isn't that the point? That is the point. Here's why I'm saying that is because... All the things I've been doing have been almost taking away time from my son. And I know he feels a way about the podcast and, and everything else I do digitally and symmetry and all this stuff, right? He feels a way about it because he feels it takes away time from him. But I know his feelings are coming from a point of my ex's point of view because she felt a way about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I, I know things might have been said in his in his earshot where he's like, you know, you're spending all your time with your podcast or I hate your podcast, all you do is need all this stuff, right? So mm-hmm. For me, I'm looking at it like, okay, well, if he's upset at the podcast, cool, shut the podcast down. But then I'm looking at something like, I created this thing over three years, and I don't want to let it go. There's so a here's vibe. But there's, there's, there, but there's a leaving. hierarchy here's of a, things I love. Here's a right. solution you know I mean? for you.
1: So here's, a, here's a solution for you, and this is why we talk about shit. It's cool. Because you're assuming, A, you're, you're assuming that he has a negative connection to your work that you do. Right. Right? That's A and He's assumption. told me that. He's okay. told me that. So now instead of figuring out, okay, how do I choose between one or the other? How do you involve him in some capacity and to this, make tried, him have a and positive here's the thing connection? That to I've it. tried.
0: I've tried to have him even come on to the podcast with me. I've used, he recorded an intro for me. I use it all the time. Like there's a bunch of things I've done to try to incorporate him into what I'm doing as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just, I think there was more of a connection with my ex and him while I was recording a podcast or whatever, that he didn't want to record with me. I'm quite cool, that's, that's cool. fine. Yeah. But now that the breakup has happened, you know, I think he doesn't want to go over because he's like, oh, you're just gonna spend all your time in the studio. And so you and, need to just show him that that's not always the case. And here's the problem is yeah. that my ex and his mother aren't allowing that to happen because they say he doesn't want to come to my place. Mm. So, and now it's three against one, right? My, the mother of my son, her husband, and my ex. Three people, three adults uh, uh, that are not going against me, but- Bro, One thing that and, happens, sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, as,
1: as guys, we can get ganged up on, mm-hmm. and it takes time to just you know do the little things, daily or you know weekly, that just rebuild mm-hmm. trust. And even like, I, I don't know, but I'm sure there's, there's a sense from you where it's like, I wasn't the one that broke this trust However, the responsible thing to do for, for guys or girls is be a part of the responsible solution, which mm-hmm. means if there is an opportunity to just, it might not have been your fault or breakups are never anybody's you know, one- term fault unless you're cheating or something like that. Mm. right? Oftentimes it's a combination of a bunch of different things that are just have piled up. That being said, in this situation, take advantage of the the opportunity to you know go hang out with him there. Mm. Just do the things for a little bit, right? It's been that, that was, yeah, that was a month ago, a month and a half ago, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, this so this all this whole conversation that we're having, your son hates you and all that shit. This happened yeah. last night. Okay, that, that was that was conversation last night. So That's when I said. Was that a
2: conversation between you and your son, or was that a conversation between you and your mother. ex?
0: My, me, me and my son's mother, and then afterwards, like right off the bat the phone, I and I'm, you know. You guys know me. I, I'm sure the audience knows me as well. I, when I speak, I speak I speak aggressively, right? I, I'm, I'm very animated when I speak, right? I get my, my voice is automatically projecting. And it almost seems, if I'm on the phone and I'm talking, I get a little hyper. It seems like I'm yelling, right? I can understand that, right? Mm-hmm. If I raise my voice, and this is the thing is I, I got a little animated on the phone with his mother. And I was talking loudly. I don't think I was yelling. Right, but she took it as you're yelling. And I had to, const- I had to listen, I'm not, I'm not yelling, so this I'm is, not even upset. I'm this just is a trying to get my point across. Uh,
2: that somebody with a narcissistic tendency or narcissistic personality has. It's called gaslighting. It's when they take what you do and turn it into something really, really bad. Mm. And then they use that really, really bad thing to manipulate you because mm-hmm. you don't perceive yourself as bad, but they want you to so that you become less than and you submit to. Now, I'm not implying that that's the case, mm-hmm. But from what I've observed, from what I hear, mm. it sounds really similar to some, something in that realm. Mm. One thing um, that helped me when I was going through this situation, because me and my ex had a really toxic relationship. And when we split up, the, the first thing that we thought about was where my son was gonna go. And the day she left me, she took him with her. Now I was a married man with a child and a wife. Which which, right? To me, I am an equal player in this equation, but she can just take this person out of my life Mm. in by her own accord. So I realized that I was up against something very very powerful and very very different than anything i've ever had to deal with in my entire life and it caused me to do a lot of really really deep thinking the first thing that i did that changed the entire game for me was a major paradigm shift major 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 it was the hardest thing that i've ever had to do shifting from a competitive frame of mind i am competing against her Mm -hmm. to have my son
0: yeah, to right? to a competitor to a cooperative,
2: to collaborative. Yeah, and and that collaboration changed the way that our interactions were. Right. But here's the thing, I had to genuinely, deeply, and authentically change that mm-hmm. because there's a there's a there's a halfway point that yeah. I call the limbo where you pretend like that's mm-hmm. what's going on until mm-hmm. you get your way because you're just manipulating the situation, right. which is also a narcissistic tendency. Yeah, that a trait that I have. And so I had to recognize that and I had to actually be that thing, mm-hmm. which meant I had to release all of my expectations of what the outcome was. Yeah. And I and- had to work for that, uh, objective, which meant consistently over a long period of time, proving that I wasn't this version of myself anymore. I was this version of myself. Right. And I, I don't I don't mean to cut you off. Um, no, I, I'm curious to hear how so, that lands for you. Because I got so, so much insight on this mm-hmm. that I'd love to share. But it's so um, tiny bite-sized pieces.
0: My son's mother and I had a terrible history. We have a terrible history. Right. And I still think she thinks I'm that person. Um, mainly because, number one, we haven't spent any time together to... To realize that I'm a different for, her to, no, for her to learn or At meet all. the new version right. of you. Yeah. When when we do interact, even though and, and trust me when I say this, I've I've taken the time to change the person I am. Yeah. I'm not combative with it, right? We, I'm trying to work in a cooperative sense. We've set up a we have a group chat and everything. We, we try and do everything in there, right? It worked for a little for a little bit, and then, anyways, whatever. But my my goal is always to speak and just to find out the facts and then work a solution. That's always my goal, right? Yeah. Now my approach is the way I approach things isn't how she likes to be approached. Okay. Right? So the my way of doing things and her way of doing things don't mesh well. And this is where our issue comes from. Communication breaks down. You know, she thinks I'm digging into her because I used to be that guy that would just be a dick to everything, right? So I was an asshole to her, and I recognize that. I've apologized about it many times. And it just seems like it keeps going back to that, right? Like you're still this guy. I, 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 you know, every day I try to prove to not only myself but to the whole world that I'm not that person. Right. right? Do you think I play that? a character on my podcast that is that person? Right. Right. But if you if you if you right. see who I am <clears> on a if you hear who I am on the podcast and you meet me in real life, you know I'm not that person. Right. Right. And, and like I said, I think the issue is there hasn't been enough time. For, time, for time to... is
1: a huge player in this, and just like Devin said, it's a little bite-sized pieces consistently. I would honestly recommend if even if even if she's gaslighting you a little bit, right? I don't think play, she is. Play but... into it a little bit. It's like honestly, the first conversation is, "Hey, this is the goal for both of us is for our kid to be number one, mm-hmm. right? In your opinion, what is my best way to get there?
0: Right? Just see what she says. Right? And I mean, listen. I'm not gonna. Like, all. The, like, I'm, I'm not. I'm not blameless in this. All right. I know. I know over the past 4 years when I was with my ex, you know, I let I let my ex take over a bunch of the duties with him and this and that when he was with us because I was working, right? So she I would drive him to daycare in the morning or whatever and she would pick him up or whatever else, right? She would hang out with him on Saturdays if I had, if I had to work as well. So he, you know, there was there was a split time because I wanted her to feel and I wanted them to have a connection, right? But now it seems like that's that's biting me in the ass. Right? So the four years I just spent trying to let them have a connection. Now they have a stronger connection than me and my son do.
1: I don't think that's. I don't think there's saying a, that a you ass, that's a common thread yeah. here. That there's
2: a common thread here that's unfolding, and um, part of it is because your child, in spite of the fact that he's only been on planet Earth for how old is he? Nine eight, years. He's eight years eight old. Eight yeah. years. So, eight years of experience is not nearly enough mm-hmm. to have to to form solid concrete. Uh, uh, unobjective opinions of the way the world works Mm -hmm. but you have enough that you're going to do that anyways Mm -hmm. and so he's drawing his own conclusions based on the information that he gets whether that comes from his his mother it comes from your ex or it comes from you he himself independently is piecing all of this information and drawing a conclusion Mm -hmm. and that conclusion can be a million things you don't know so here's what happens you're not who you think you are. You're not. You're not who he thinks you are. You are who you think he thinks you are. So you are trying to show up a certain way, and perhaps missing what he's looking for.
0: And mm-hmm. I, I know that that's that's the exact <clears throat> breaking point right there. Is I don't. You, you know, it's and it's a tough responsibility to bear because yeah.
2: now you have to really deeply analyze. Well, am I showing up the way that I think I am? No. And here's the thing. I know. If, I know I'm, I'm not,
0: not. I know I'm not. Then here's that's you have so much
2: power then. Because with that knowledge, you can do shit differently
0: now. I came to the realization today, like I know... You and I had a conversation a couple weeks ago.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? About uh, spending time with your kid and doing what they want to do and and how to find something that you guys both like. Yeah. Right? For you, that's video games with your son. Yeah, I love playing video games. For me, that's baseball. Or playing video games or whatever. So when I go see him, I, because it's winter, we play video games or whatever. But I only see him for like an hour and a half on a Saturday or, or whatever it is, right? So I, I'm not getting now. So now I feel like not only am I not he's not coming over my house, but I'm only I'm, I'm getting very very restricted time with him, right? And that's that's my doing. That's not his. That's not his mother's. That's not her husband. That's me doing it. Me showing up at nine o'clock in the morning and leaving at ten thirty, right? Because and it starts it, small because it's uncomfortable for me to be in their house. Yeah, it's uncomfortable for for me for him for me to. For to be in their Mm -hmm. house. Are you
2: strong enough to get over that? Yes,
0: absolutely. For the end goal. Absolutely. And here's the thing is that if what he's saying to his mother and my ex is different than what he's saying to me. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And they're taking his word as gospel instead instead of working it out with all of us in the room together. Are you hearing what he says to them when you're not there? No. So
2: you're hearing... Their version of what he 100%. says, because they're the ones that
0: are sharing it with yes. you. I ask him on the phone. I ask him, "Do you, I'm like, are you scared so? Me? And whether no, or daddy. not, whether or like, not
2: they like, whether or not they would like to admit this, every piece of information we get as human beings, we filter through our games. shit. Yeah, we got our own shit, right? When I see you, I filter you through my life experience, and I go, "Ting, this is Parnell, right?" Mm. So when somebody else gets a piece of information, they hear it a certain way, they filter it through their shit, and then go, ting, conclusion, and then bring said conclusion to you. Now here's what's even more wild about it is, is when they take their conclusion, you input that into you, you go through your database of shit and go, ting, my new conclusion. And because we suffer from this thing called confirmation bias, you have a belief that you're not a good enough dad, somewhere buried under all of this shit, there is a belief that you have or hold that I'm not a good enough dad. And then when you get a piece of information that's even remotely close to that, it's like, perfect. Not a good dad. More information, Cool. Not a good dad. So you continue to search for those things. You don't do it on purpose. You don't do it consciously most of the time. Sometimes it happens accidentally. So here's the thing quality over quantity first and foremost the time that you spend with your son should be all 100% you proving that he is the most important fucking young man in your life mm-hmm. and then when you do that you can check off the box
0: maybe I'm not such a bad dad you know what it is I think I'm beating myself up over this because when my son was born I I remember how I grew up and how you know how absent my dad was not by choice because he was working right, right. I made a promise. Dad suffer with that. that yeah, I, I, I made a choice that I'm going to be a better father than my father was to me. Even though my dad, my father is fantastic, yeah. right? He was just, he just wasn't around as much, right? Yeah. So the way I grew up, I'm going, okay, to give my son the best life, I'm thinking I'm the guy that's got to be the breadwinner, right? I'm not thinking spend quality time with him. Right. Because that's the way I was raised. Now I realize I have to spend quality time with him. I have to do the things that he's interested in, not what I'm interested in. I can't browbeat him into believing what I believe. Right. He's going to eventually love what he loves and believes what he believes, regardless of what I think, right? Yeah. My issue is that I can't, I can't not work and I can't not spend time with him, right? Right. So I'm in this, I'm in this, in this vortex of self-hate, self-loathing and, and, and guilt, is that serving you? It's not serving me. And here's the problem is that I know how to get out of it, but I can't get out of it. If you know how to that get out sense. of it, then
2: just get out of it. That's the, because pl- I here's the thing. I know how to get, get out of it. I can't get out of it. You don't want to get out of it because you're punishing yourself I because you
0: think myself. you deserve it. And check this out, bro. This you is, is just what said. you think
2: you deserve. You just said. I do
0: think I deserve this. 100% I think I deserve this. How you don't do you deserve it.
2: that belief? How do you shoot Your kid that doesn't thinking?
0: deserve
1: that. Your kid doesn't deserve that. Your kid deserves you to be there and be happy and love spending time with him. Your kid does not deserve a dad who doesn't like himself.
0: That's the no,
2: reality. I, 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 <laughs> real. No, I understand. Also, the check reality. this out. I understand check it. this out. Listen, you were literally, literally just saying it. It's
0: fucking easy as fuck to sit here and say, listen, this is what you should do and this is what you shouldn't do. But I'm, t- I'm literally telling you, I know what I should do. I know I shouldn't feel this way. No, but it's not but about I what not- you should
2: and shouldn't do. It's about you examining for yourself why these beliefs exist. There's no should or shouldn't here. Listen, I, wh- why do these beliefs exist? Why do you believe that you need to
0: suffer? Why do you believe that you're not good enough? Because everything good in my life happens after I suffer. Okay. That's the quality of a leader. You got to walk That's through what the shit with a little leaders. bit. That's how people become who they are. That's how people uh, guide other people through life and become leaders because they've gone through the shit and they've realized how to get out of that shit. And so, if they can't get out of that shit, then they're, they're not a fucking leader. So they're the a follower. Shit that you're, I, I believe right now, I'm a fucking leader, yeah. which means I can go through all the shit I need to go through and work it out myself and be the better person on the other side. Okay, so but I need to get through second? the shit first. You need to get so through the, the shit, shit first. Is a However,
1: gift. dude, you, yes. just, you just said you know the way to get out of it. Another thing about the leader, right? 100% I agree with you. You are also going through shit to recognize that lesson that you need to understand a problem in order to find the solution you already just said you know the solution you can do both you can do both the next quality about being a leader is saying okay this is what i need to do i'm
0: just going to fucking do it Mm -hmm. you know what to do you don't need to walk through the shit and i've already come to that conclusion i've already come to the conclusion of what i'm going to do and how i'm going to get perfect right the issue now i'm finding and this is something, this is actually some, some quite nuanced things, and I think a lot of people are probably going through this. Once you know the solution to something, and you're in you're in the solution phase, you're in the fixing the problem stage, right? Dealing with the emotions within that, because there's a lot of things, you, 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 can, you can always dig down deeper into yourself and say, like, okay, this is what I need to do, and then be in that. And you don't know how long you're going to be in that phase, but you know you have to go through it, right? There's emotions that come up all the time, right? Good, bad, or otherwise. And- there's a lot of people going through the shit right now, not only because of COVID, but because of a bunch of other things that are happening in their life. Loss of job, loss of family members, you know, not being able to see their family. Maybe they don't have the funds for whatever. Addictions, everything else, right? Um, Abuse in the home, whatever it is, right? They're going through the steps to solve the issue, but there's emotions now. The emotions that come with that, right? Being broke as fuck, having $3 in the bank account or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And there's a resistance to the emotion right? No, I love to feel the emotion. Give me this, the fucking emotion. This is
2: really good. This is really good. It's super powerful. So what happens is, is, uh, you feel sadness, sadness washes over you and it's not happiness. And we've been trained and programmed to believe that you shouldn't feel sad. And so you fight against it and you look for ways to either distract yourself from feeling sad by getting high, doing drugs, drinking, drinking, Going out powerlifting, finding tons of women to sleep with, whatever the thing is that you go to do to escape from that emotion doesn't ever actually deal with the emotion. So Mm -hmm. I kind of circle back to you acknowledged that the adversities that you're facing currently, past and in the future, those are gifts to you to become better, to become stronger, faster, more wiser. Have you taken time to express your gratitude for
0: the gift that you've received? I have not. Have I, you taken a time to say thank you for this sadness? No, because I'm still living in the sadness right now. and I. It's fine. I, I, um, it's good because you want it and you are enjoying it. But acknowledge
2: that you want it and you're enjoying the sadness. You need the sadness so that when you move into the happiness, you have something to compare it to. You I'm, have something
0: to show for it i'm in this stage where <clears throat> you know i'm almost 40 years old uh and this happens you know probably with everybody every 10 years you know especially you know mid-20s you think you have the or mid-teens mid you think you have the world figured out mid-20s you think you have the world figured out mid-30s you think they have the world figured yeah. out. and every decade you're like i didn't fucking know shit
2: i come to the right? conclusion that we're never going to get it figured out Listen, we've been humans
0: for thousands of years it, it's it's weird I, it's funny because i saw a meme the other day <laughs> saying Think about, the meme said, think about this for a second. Your children are watching children grow up as your parent, right? So the parent is growing up with the child, right? My, I never knew how to deal with my emotions before, hence being a drug addict Mm. in the past, right? Mm. So one of the things I had to really realize is how to deal and sit in the pain. Mm -hmm. I I had to feel what I needed to feel to yes. get past whatever you need to get past. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to, I know you don't really have much to offer to this conversation as as far as like this child part goes. Bro,
1: it's so cool. What I will just
0: throw in is fucking, I,
1: I didn't, and when I called you out on that, by no means was it saying like, dude, I want to know everything about what you're going through right now. Yeah. However, that's so fucking healthy for everybody. I mean, you, me listening to this, yeah. people, readers, or like listeners to just say it, it's O fucking K and to Everybody feels shit, man. Everybody goes through listen, shit. I
0: called Devin at noon today. And I said, listen, man, I'm not going to be there tonight. Do the show without me. And he said, why? What's going on? I'm like, can't, I can't do it. I just can't do it right? And I'm at work at this time and I'm working on whatever. I'm like, I just, I can't do it. I'm not feeling it. I don't want to do it. It's a leadership. It's a leadership show. And I don't want to fucking show up and be a a puddle of goo. Sometimes being a leader involves being a puddle. And honestly, for me, (laughs) I have been putting out fires
1: all fucking week. And there have been times where throughout the week, and I've been working with my staff on issues that have Mm -hmm. just come up. And it's just like, shit either comes in waves or it's not there at
0: all. I want, I want, I want to just get one point across real quick. I, I hope people have people in there, and I fuck. I hate doing this. Every god. I hope there's people that have people in their life like Devin. I hate fucking growing him every. He's been, people, really, you know, good. Every he's been fucking really good. He's been really good today. Um, Devin, when I when I when I him at noon today, and I told him I don't want to. I'm not gonna do it. He's like, the show is just not the same without you. We can't do it. We'll just push it till Monday. But I think it'd be really good. I'm like, if you need He goes, if you need the time, go ahead and take it. But I think it'd be really good to come and have the conversation, have a, have have a chat, because that's what you need. And I thought about it and I was like, I I don't know. I I think I told you four or five times, I'm not coming, I'm not doing it, this and that. And he's like, you know what, man? I think, uh, first of all, he said, you know, he's like, um, you need to have this conversation. I think it'd be good for you, be healthy for you. Not only that, you're going to disappoint Steve and myself. I said, fuck you. I said, I'll see you at seven o'clock, right? Right? Me, I can't, if I'm committing to something, I'm not going to, I can't, I can't just blow it off, right? And and now that I'm here and talking about it, yeah, it fucking hurts. But it feels good at the same time. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, Is it too early to say I told you no, so? No, I'm not. <laughs> and we haven't solved this issue, by the way. I'm not. We're 32 I'm, minutes into this. I'm not. And I, by the way, this is. The issue's not solved. The issue's this, never the, the fucking issues solved. never solved. Because as soon but, as you solve the, the one issue, there's right. a second issue. Right. It always right. happens but like that. There, and the, the reason I'm saying this is because all this stuff that we've said today, I've, I've realized this before I came in. i walked in here. I, I know all this stuff, right? But it's nice to have a refresher from people that also understand. Because you and we didn't say anything. You found all the answers yourself. I know, and that's what I'm saying. I I know I can find the answers. I know they're there. I just needed to get through it. You need to get through it. Enough about my bullshit. Tell me what you're fired. And some of
1: the times, (laughs) fucking guess what? Leaders go through shit. Leaders are real about the leaders go through more More shit
0: shit
1: than on purpose.
2: Non-leaders,
0: exactly, because they say. What did we say
2: before this, Steve? Before we got on this fucking podcast? Before Parnell showed up? Oh, I had all these fires to put out. Oh, that's crazy. I had all these fires to put out too. What did we say?
1: And we said, honestly, well, and then the conversation is, is why did I choose this? And the answer is because it's better than the alternative. Absolutely. And honestly, all fucking week, I've been putting out fires. I've been putting out fires everywhere I turn, all over the place. And it's as soon as one problem gets solved, then there's a new problem that replaces it. And everything just seems to compound. And there's been times this week where it's like, literally everywhere I turned is a fire that needs to be put out. Right. And today this afternoon there was a shift and there was just a moment where it's like okay literally everything that i can do to solve every problem here i have done does that mean everything solved no no fuck no right the world could still be burning however do i have any more control to do anything more than i've done no and at that point it's like okay so this is the reality this is where we've gotten to at this point it's either you wait for shit to get, get sorted out, right? You are waiting for responses. You're waiting for replies. There's literally nothing else that I could have what's, done. What's
0: the quote? What's the quote? Uh, that God quote, God grant me the character to... Don't serve. don't wish um, for
1: less problems. Wish to be stronger to handle them or something like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Grant, 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 me the, grant me the
2: solace or whatever to do grant with things I can. Grant me the courage to change the
0: things the, that I can. And the patience yeah. to change the things I can't. Sure. To, yeah. I can, for to sure. deal with the things Bro, that I can't. And do. that's the, just it. The...
2: the, the something to accept the thing and the wisdom to accept the things I can't. Right. No, 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 The courage to I'll change fucking things look, I, fuck I fuck can. This, no, the strength to change things I can, the courage <laughs> to accept things I can't and the wisdom to know the difference. It's a totally right.
1: different quote than I had thought about. Yeah, that's quote. That's, that's <laughs> and anyway, so once that happened, once I got to that place, I was like, okay, I have literally, I've done everything that I could possibly do, right? At this point right now, it's out of my hands. It's in the world's hands, right? If I had more control, if I could do something else, great, I can do that. There's no sense to stress about it. And as soon as I came to that realization, it was honestly like there was just a lull over everything. I'm like, oh, okay. We can actually move forward now. And then at the a end part of, of you the feel kind of
2: bored, you're like, oh fuck. This at is the end of boring. the day,
1: I sent a, a mass text to every single one of every single person on my team. Every single person on my team. And it was just gratitude and it was just an acknowledgement. Hey. Just wanted to recognize, I know everybody's had, you know, some stuff come up this week. There's been a lot of fires, everything has felt like a battle. Mm. I appreciate all of you for coming together, right? And facing it and fighting it and working together to find solutions, right? And there's just appreciation, right? And that is where shit can grow from because once you've addressed it, the problem comes when you have fucking five or six things that need to get addressed right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Some things you don't plan for. There's no way to plan for it. Mm -hmm. When you have fires coming up. Face it, do what needs to get done. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a tough conversation. Sometimes you gotta say no. Sometimes you gotta hurt somebody's right. feelings. Sometimes you gotta break somebody down. Sometimes, sometimes you need to fire somebody. Sometimes you need to tell somebody they can't have what they want. It's by, just fucking the, and way, by it the works. way. If
0: you don't, if you don't attack the problems when they come, you're gonna end up with bigger problems down the road. Hence the situation I'm in. Mean and if right? it's an ex it's or so, a client or right. whoever the fuck it
1: is, they are going to be upset. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, they're going to be upset. Mm -hmm. However, hurting someone's feelings or telling somebody
0: no. How do you peel off, And then
1: saying, this is what's happened. This is the way we're going to handle it. And that's the reality. You know what? There's no other way around it. Cool. And when you do that, A, you build those fucking calluses so that when the fires come up next time, you're
2: way more equipped. You know how you get
0: to the top? You get get better better at handling problems. That's all it is. handling problems. Leaders leaders literally just put fires out all day. I think we've said this a million times. And we put ourselves in those positions because not only do we want the strength ourselves to deal with those situations, but we we, we want to take it on for the world or our team or whatever's going on, right? As leaders, we work for, as business owners and as leaders, we work for the people that we are employing. 100%. Right? So we take that mindset into the personal life and say, you know what? As a leader, I'm going to take on the struggles of everybody else, my my friend, my peer group, right? But I mean maybe not solve those issues, but take it on and say, you know what? I'm I'm going to I'm going to attack this as well and to see if I can gain some character from that. And
1: you're going to inspire your friends to say, exactly. hey, you know what? You know, what? if you don't want to come, don't come. However, <laughs> mm-hmm this is something that you should
0: do. This is the, the problem. He fucking knows how to talk you. to me and I fucking hate him. No, that's the just the quality of you a good this. friend and a no, good leader. That's what him. it is. First of all, okay?
2: <laughs> this is crazy, man. It's. I saw something um, about the timeline of our lives. All we actually have is this moment right here. And this is crazy because as cliche as that saying is, no, we really just have this moment. Anything that happened before this moment is a memory in our minds, right? It's Which not is distorted. real, it's a memory. And yeah, it's distorted. It's not even accurate. It's gone through your b- bullshit filters and, and now it becomes this filter. When I, when I was become, a kid, no,
0: no, no, now it becomes a whole other problem that you're not even thinking about yeah, because listen, you filtered it.
2: And it echoes forward so long. When I was a kid, my brother, um, he fell through a window, cut his hand almost completely off. Oh, Jesus Christ he was in the, I remember my mom had him all wrapped up and uh, he, with this cloth and, and he was bleeding out. And my mom says, you got to call 911. Now in my head, a long time ago, a conversation that I had with my dad was, your mom freaks out about little things all the time. If something goes on, you should probably call me. Okay. Called you, dad. So I asked my mom, I'm like, are you sure I should call 911? And she's like, yeah, do it. And I'm like... His fucking hand is hanging off. Yeah. I'm like, okay, mom. I'm going against all my good judgment here. Because in my head, I should call my dad. Yeah. But I'm going to call 911. And and so I did that. And everything came together. My my brother's fine. 14 hours of microsurgery. They still use that video to this day for
0: training. Now he has a hook for a hand. We get it.
2: Now, get this, though. Cool. My mom's recollection of those events were... I said, what's the number to 911? which is not what happened. Mm-hmm. But because so many times she's recalled this fake memory. Are you uh, sure? Are you, wait, are you sure? Man, I, and I, not... I would swear on my mother's own and life. And she that would that... swear on
0: her life that hers <clears throat> right? is the right way.
2: So that's the that's the point that I'm making. Regardless of it, it's a fuck, it doesn't exist. Mm. It doesn't exist. What exists is right now. Also, anything we look ahead in the future, and I'm sure you do a lot of this, anything you look ahead in the future also doesn't equally exist because you're just thinking it through. You're just looking at possibilities. Now, this is a really great tool when let's say you're about to do something that could potentially be dangerous, you can have the foresight to go jumping off this bridge without something attached to me to save my life before I splat on the ground is a bad idea. You play it out, right? So here's what's happening in your situation. You're getting filtered information that's not real it's just filtered information and it's up to you to go, eh, I don't think so. And you can and do this. And, Bro, and you can do this firmly in your place, knowing my actions right now reflect my true belief of what I want. And then when you look in the future, there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of possibility for disaster. The disaster <laughs> is, is the relationship you have with your son is shit. He hates you. You're a fucking Old angry fucking man, and that's a horrible thing to think about.
1: Cool podcast, but though. it's
2: also imaginary. It doesn't exist. It's not there. Yeah. So Jesus as equally as it's not there, so is the other possibility that you're actually a fantastic father, you know, an what's amazing funny? fucking role model with tons of knowledge and wisdom to share with your son, and. You just need to show up. You know what's funny it about this conversation? It doesn't exist either. So you, today, right now, in these moments, the things that you're doing, what you're doing is you've actually left an amazing legacy for your son. Because this video is going to live on. Mm-hmm. Right? Indefinitely, for as long as the internet exists. Right. When your son gets uh, of the age that he wants to know what his dad was up to, and you go, you want to know how hard it is being a fucking dad? Check this out, son. And that'll be the day that his that his son is born. I remember sitting in the fucking uh, waiting room. Of Olive Garden for our dinner, the day my son was born, we were bringing food back to my uh, wife, and I, I I was like, dude, I don't this is so fucking surreal. I don't know what's happening. And I can't, I dude, it just fucking hit me like a freight train. I looked up at him, and all I could remember was all the shit I put my dad through mm. because I was a fucking horrible child. Mm. All the shit I put my dad through, and I looked up at him and immediately, fucking broke out into tears. And all I could say was, this is going to be hard, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And sure as shit, it's been really fucking hard. It's Every fucking day has <laughs> been really hard. But it's worth it. Because when my son looks at me and sees me the way I see him see
0: me, mm. that's all I need. I I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. That's um, all I a need. A million percent. I want to point something out to you and uh, Steve as well. Is that I didn't realize how many people I had that I could lead on, Mm. right? It's interesting, especially going through, let's go back to the breakup in December. You know, so, and I'm not sure if this is just people that listen to the podcast or whatever else, but I was fielding emails for probably two days. I I had probably a hundred people reach out that have my number, right? No, we're not talking social media reaching out. We're talking, actually text me or call me. Say, hey, are you okay? Are you, can I do anything for you? Do you need anything? And then the conversation you just had, that whole little blast blurb you did was the exact same thing my friend told me last night when I called him. Cause I knew he was going through some similar issues. And he Mm -hmm. said, this is all in your head. You know who you are as a person and you know what you've done as a father. Eventually your son is going to realize no matter what happens, your son is going to realize who you are, whether that's good or bad. Mm-hmm. he's going to realize this. So you have to not let him make the decision, but be there and show up and do what you need to do to gain back whatever you need to gain back so that your son realizes that again. Yeah. So it re-in- reinitiates that in his brain and reactivates that, that part of him that goes, I love my dad. I want to go see him. Mm-hmm. Right? When, <clears throat> it's funny you talk about how much shit you put your dad through. And when your son was born, I, I almost went through the same thing when, so when my son was born as emergency C-section, we're, we're at the hospital luckily, but it was an emergency C-section. Right. And, um, so I wasn't allowed in the room. I was behind the glass and I was freaking out. Right. And then obviously, you know, successful delivery. And they brought me into the room and I held my son. When I held my son for the first time, I broke down and I realized what a fucking shitty kid I was. And what a shitty human I was even then at the time. Yeah. Right. I was like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not good enough for this kid. He hasn't done anything and I'm going to put him into my shit. And strange how that's echoed forward into the future. And and now I'm looking at it going, I can't let my son, my son's going to know everything I've done in the past. He's going to know. I'm not going to hide anything from my son, but I don't want him to go down that path. So for him not to go down that path, I have to change who I am as a person. I have to change my interactions with him. I have to change who I'm actually dealing with on a personal level, as friends, as people in my life. There's so many people I don't talk to anymore, not because I don't want to, but because I can't. Right. And I say can't because... Because the because cost. I, I, I say can't because I put it in my head that those people will cost me way too much with my son.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? So, you know... I think this, this, this episode is a great way to look at, guys, if you think you have nobody to talk to, there's more people than you think there is, right? If you were just put yourself out there and let people know what's going on with you, then there's gonna be more references for you to draw from, just like you were saying at the beginning, beginning right? You're gonna draw all these in and be able to make a decision. I don't think guys and men, no matter if you're, whether you're 60 or whether you're 12, it's tough for guys because there's a stigma to not reach out, right? There, there's a stigma to say to how it looks to other people. Like, how it looks, people are scared. Like, oh, he's a pussy, or this guy, you know, fuck this guy. I don't care about him. He's an emotional little bitch. Whatever you want to, whatever you want to say, right? But to be real leaders and to be real men, and I posted this on, uh, I think on Facebook. And I said, what defines a man, mm. right? And I also put below it. Um, I can't, I can't remember, I'm like save, no, no game, like <laughs> save the jokes. I'm in no fucking mood. Whatever the fuck yeah, I put, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and there was answer all the answers were pretty much the same but they never hit the nail on the head right and obviously what defines a man is how the man defines himself right not what the outside world does because if you're if you're letting the outside world dictate who you are then you're not a man right right you have to find it within yourself to realize who you are you have to look back first of all take ownership for your bullshit
2: it's that beliefs those beliefs and values that have been installed in you over time and this is what it takes to as we said right at the beginning living in the fire man Mm -hmm. if you if you're going to live in the fire which we don't have a choice the whole world's on fire guys Mm -hmm. it's that living in the fire and knowing truly I don't care what you think you know about me Mm -hmm right? I know who I know. I know what I know about me. I've been through this set of experiences. (laughs) I've lived my
0: whole life with me. And here I am.
2: And are you best friends with the guy in your head or are you enemies with the guy in your head? Because those... Depends what day is it. Right? How do you... <laughs> so when you're going through your day-to-day shit, do you perceive yourself to be friends with the guy in your head or are you... I'm always
1: friends with the guy in my head for the for the most part. I mean, there's times and honestly, the last week I have... And it's fucking hilarious you saying this right now because in the last week, I have made a decision... For some fucking reason, to revert back to lone wolf and do everything myself. And I built to fucking shut everybody out this fucking week. I shut everybody out all week. And then I've had people reach out and they're like, hey, I haven't heard from you. What's up? Are you okay? What do you need? Like, how can I show up for you? Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, oh, and at the time, I'm like, fuck, like, I don't deserve this. I'm fine. Right. And then I'm like, oh, I'm lone wolfing shit. I'm doing that. And then I'm sitting here and I'm like, you're like, yeah, I'm lone wolfing shit, and I'm recognizing that wolves hunt in packs. Oh, yeah, <laughs> 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 the fuck. the lone wolf. does. Yeah, the lone wolf, wolf, does, guys, yeah, the lone ever, wolf is sorry. that straggler that gets killed. Yeah. like fuck yeah. off. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and I, re- you know, I'm glad you said that because I realized that that's what I was doing. I, I, re- as soon as, as soon as all this stuff came in at once, and th- let me tell you, all last, all yesterday was one hell of a fucking night. Mm. And when all this came in, I, I instantly reverted back to, to 2005 Parnell. Mm. The, the guy was fuck everybody fuck everything i'm who i am and i'm gonna handle this shit And i'm gonna handle it right fucking now it sounds like oh, me for the last week right <laughs> it doesn't work <laughs> my no. the biggest thing that i did yesterday was shut the fuck up and listen to the person that was there with me the person that was there with me not only gave me strength by showing me her character but gave me strength in helping me to realize who I was, Mm. right? Because sometimes when you're put into these emotional states, you don't think straight. You don't think clearly. And you need somebody there to say, listen, you're not that person. Yes, you can be that person, but you're not. You are this person because you've proven to me and the world over the last three years that you're this person. Don't go back to that other person that got into this and got into this and got into this and look where that ended up. And I was, I was so grateful just at that to say, uh, so I've never had anybody in my life like that. And now I find that there's too many people like that in my life, even though you can't have too many people, right? Because I have this mentality of fuck everybody, fuck everything, and I'm going to do this
2: myself. Your soul, your spirit, your essence, your energy, whatever the fuck you call it, has called for those things in your life right now. Mm. And that's why they're here.
0: Listen, man, I don't know how much bad shit can happen to one person in two months, but this is probably the limit. I don't... (laughs) If one more bad thing's happened to me... And let's be honest here, guys. And this was a fleeting... I want you guys to understand this was a fleeting thought, and I wanted... I I had to feel that first to get past it. Mm -hmm. I had... And two or three times over the last 24 hours, I've had this thought of, it would be better for my son if I wasn't in his life. I should send a text about everything that went on to the group chat and off myself. And that's why I prefaced this was, it was a fleeting thought because I want to get to the very, the deepest part of the emotion.
2: Your imagination has to, to explore, explore it it as it. an option. Right? Yeah.
0: Like when I tell you, I feel that emotion, I literally go there and I want to feel it. I want to think of the worst thing that could possibly happen and then be okay with that. Right. Cause if I'm okay with the worst possible situation, everything else that happens, is going to be better than that. Right. And I can be satisfied. As satisfied as possible, I guess. Right, you know, it's, a, it's right? an interesting spin on and So, and, and I don't, I don't want to scare anybody. I, you guys know that if it yeah. ever comes down to that, I'm going to reach out. I'm not that person, right? But I wanted to let you guys know that I was literally at that spot.
1: And I'm glad you, you were able to go there and then choose otherwise. And it's like, I'm fucking nerd Steve over here, I'm picturing Star Wars when Obi-Wan and Darth Vader or Anakin, I guess, are fighting. Mm. And Obi-Wan is like, you became the one thing that you swore to protect. Right. From, right? So if you, I'm glad you recognize that because you doing that and sending that text and doing that, you immediately just, after everything you said is the most important, you would have just said choosing out of that event.
0: Yeah. That would have been a, to me, that's giving up. Yeah. To me, that's saying, my son is not worth my time. That's saying my son's life doesn't mean fuck all to me. Which is not true. Then that's not true. Right? So I had, like I said, I had to get into that spot. Right. But most people won't. (coughs) If they go there, if they go to that spot, then they they flip the switch the other way. Is he worth fighting for? A million percent. You know what I mean? And that's that's what it was. That's what it
2: was. Struggling Mm -hmm. for. Is he worth
0: surviving mm-hmm. for? And here's the thing. I, I don't, those I don't,
2: are all important questions and I'm not specifically mm-hmm. maybe asking no, you. No, I mean, this, is, this is great. Anybody listening those, to this?
0: Those are, the que- those are literally the three questions that I asked yeah. myself after getting into this state.
2: And imagine what it would
0: feel like for him if mm-hmm.
2: if that was your decision. Yeah. What that leaves with him. Oh, I'm not worth fighting for. Yeah. I'm not worth struggling for. Mm-hmm. I'm not worth anything. Mm-hmm. I'm a shipper and then for the rest of his life he carries that
0: with him. Mm-hmm. See we, we you and I started a company based on helping others. Yeah. We've, we've at the core at the core of the core what of we us we we've, we've always said we don't care how much money we make if we can bring value to somebody and not have any expectation of return.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? I I took that that philosophy and I applied it to the situations. Right? How can I bring value Without any kind of expectation of reciprocation. Yeah. And I've realized that the things that I'm doing, mostly over the last year and a half, have served me. Right. Have served my needs. Mm-hmm. Um, have served... Uh, they, they've served me to a point that wasn't serving me. Right. Does that make sense? It becomes like, pointed, poison. Well, yeah, the, the, over, over the time you think you're helping yourself but really you having these selfish characteristics only puts me in a further back state because I'm not helping anybody so it doesn't give them the will to want to help me. Right. Right? I'm being selfish. I'm holding on to this. This is mine. You can't have it. Yeah. Right? Realizing that like this, this all boils back to. I, I understand why the relationship broke up. I understand why there was so much shit going on. I understand why my son hates me now. I understand why. I understand all the. I understand everything going on. I understand that I wasn't not at fault, mm. right? I understand the actions I took. I understand the steps I need to correct those actions. In the midst of it now, all this other shit comes up. So, you know, like, yeah, going, like going back. Nobody really likes look to look in the mirror. Nobody likes to look in the mirror, right? And sometimes you gotta. And and, you and have I have to. That's one of the things I think. You know, we do a lot as uh, us three specifically to realize who we are and how we can further affect people in a positive way.
1: I would say that the, I mean, there's a lot of people out there, I would say that the three of us are overly critical.
0: Yeah. And not only ourselves, but each other. Almost yeah.
2: critical to a fault.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, I there, there's there been times, especially for me, where, you know, I've talked to both of you on a one-on-one basis and both of you guys are yelling at me for stupid shit. And it's funny, dude, because when
1: you say that you need to find, you know, you, you need to find the worst outcome, the, the worst thing, mm. Like when you're in the dark and you don't know where you're going and you're you're struggling and when you finally find a wall, when you finally find something, then you can, you reorientate yourself. Yeah. And at that point, you can say, okay, cool. I now know where I'm at. Yeah, right? because you have to find the wall. You have to find, the you have to find, the find it. You have to find it. You have to find it. And then like picture this. So if you're in a pool, you're swimming, swimming, swimming. And <clears> in the middle of the pool, you decide that you need to change directions. You're like, fuck, I'm going the wrong way. I need to change directions on the fly. How difficult is it to just be full tilt swimming one way and then have to flip around and then gain momentum the other way versus you have your back against the wall and you kick can off. kick.
0: Right. And that's a great point. You know, you know it was funny because the whole time I was talking to Devin on the phone today and him convincing me to come up here, I was like, vulnerability is strength. When you're being vulnerable, it's coming from a place of strength, not weakness. And I kept reiterating that to myself and I actually had to make myself believe it. Like I know I can say it, you, you can say anything you want and not believe it, right? I can to say I'm Superman, but
2: and, and when right. I jump
0: off a building... You're going to die. Yeah, you're going to hit the ground. You know what I'm saying? Right? But, you know, I, I I had to go back and I had to think about who I was as a person and where my character is now and who I was 15 years ago and do I really want to be that fucking person? <clears throat> nah, I'm good. You know? And I'm, I'm I'm so happy and I fucking hate you, Steve. I'm so happy I'm here tonight talking about this. I'm can I say I told you so now? Him. No, you can't. Fuck you. And your socks, cop sucker. <laughs> I like, it's not, and it's not that the problem's solved. It's that that I'm able to get the emotion out and able to express it with people that I trust and I love. And I wanted you guys to do it. Do you want to know the coolest part that you haven't even fucking clued into yet? Because
1: you were courageous enough to be vulnerable and talk about what you have going on on this podcast. Somebody out there And I don't know who somebody out there is going to hear this and recognize that they need to man the fuck up and get real about what they're going through. And who knows? So who knows what other people are going through? You could have saved a life.
0: You know, that's, yeah. And you know, that's honestly, that's the reason I started the podcast. Because um, people look up to you. And
1: when you're able to be vulnerable and say, hey, nobody's fucking perfect. Everyone has shit going on, right? There's a lot of people that look up to you. So if you are able to do this, they're able to do this. And you probably saved a life today.
2: Have, have you considered the problem solution matrix?
1: Devin's got he, cool he words fucking, for everybody. No, watch this though, watch I think this he makes
2: though. shit up on the fly. I really do.
1: He's good at it. This, though. I, I guess so. I believe it. What I'm what so gullible to right? begin with. <laughs> this guy comes getting... out here and strings three big words together. I'm like, <laughs>
2: whoa, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 the problem is only I hate the that problem. I'm sm- <laughs> like I hate that I'm really smart. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I'm a fucking I'm I'm a fucking genius. Okay, I'm fucking smart. But when he comes up with three-letter, three-syllable words, problem solution matrix, right, and has
1: it air mapped out and everything, no, but crazy it. hot scale, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's gonna yeah. bring out his fucking <laughs> laptop
0: and be Let like, me "Look get keep my whiteboard here." <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Like fuck you a and your is intelligence, only
2: a problem. For as long as you perceive it's a problem, when you stop, Ken confirmed decided a that my
1: shit wasn't a problem today, and everything solved itself within half an hour.
2: The problem doesn't have to be a problem until it's a solution now. And starting today, in this moment, in this second, in this breath that I'm taking, it's no longer a problem. It's a solution, and uh, that's that's a paradigm shift. mm. It's super deep. It's super hard. Right. But the second you make it, there's something there. That's what what she said said there somewhere. While (laughs) you're saying
0: that, I want I want everybody to go back and listen to this episode again. There's not one time any of us have referred to. The shit I'm going through as a problem. Not right. once we've all referred to it as the situation. Yeah. There's a situation that has to be solved. There's a circumstance that has to be solved. It was never a problem. There's there's never a problem. It's only solutions. You heard that adage a whole bunch of times, right? So yeah, stupid ass adage, but it makes sense in the long run. Yeah. There's no problems. There's only solutions. Figure out where the fuck you are and attack that bitch. Cool. How
2: long do you want it to be a problem? Right. Versus when does solution kick in? Right. For and sure. that is second by second, moment by moment, in the present, accountability to your belief system and what you bring into the world based on that belief system. Do you believe that
0: you're a good father? Are you asking a question? If yes. It's rhetorical, Farley. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this gotta be rhetorical. But I want, I need that
2: to set in. Do you believe you're a good father? Half the time, yes. Okay, let's make that half the time 51% 51% of the time then. Cause that's, all it, t- that's 10 10 all it takes. That's all it
0: takes. My 10% shift buddy. That's all it takes. Is that's that, that when you make that shift. I think I said this every fucking episode, 10% shift, uh, uh, 1% shift in your life over, over time, time. Adds yeah. up, adds up to And that's what it is. It's and I think
1: we can end it there, man. So I mean, that's this, how this you live is, in the fight. Yeah, man. <laughs> this episode was really cool. So thanks again, you know, for everything going through. I think it's really cool how we can incorporate stories. And I really mm. hope that there's some value getting added to people there. Yeah.